Absolutely brilliant. Well, good morning. You're listening to Saturday Chronicle on Scariff Bay Community Radio, presented by John S. Kelly and myself, Jim Collins. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jim. That was a great start to Absolute. the show. A different start. By God, it was. I tell you something, there's a great sound coming out from the 
the four players in front of us. Well, we're here to, to let you know where we are. We're in Tulla, we're in the stables, and we're in the new studio of Matt and Dara Person. And uh, we're absolutely enthralled here with the music. We have uh, four people in front of us. We've Michael Landers, we've Leah Hunt, we've Anya Murphy, and we have Ashling Hunt. Good morning, Ashling. Ashling, tell us, what did we, were we listening to there? Uh, we started there with three reels. The first one was Over the Moor to Maggie. The middle one was The Maids of Montesco. And we finished with Good Common, Reel often played in East Clare, The Sailor on the Rock. Lovely. Well, thank you for, for that. And please, God, we'll hear some of, some of you at least a little later on this morning. Before we let them go, Jim, yes. I, I'm interested. We're not letting them go. No. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested, Anya, in the in the in the background to these tunes. I'm not a musician myself, but I hear the, the humours of Scarif and the what what else other one now? Would you? I'm no expert either, John. I'm afraid. I mean, what's the background actually? Where, how do these? Any any of you uh, throwing uh, something into the pot there? No? Well, these three tunes would be fairly common. Would they? Um, yeah, they'd be played in sessions, kind of. And often a lot of our tunes we'd pick up in sessions over the years and you'd learn them by ear then and you'd have to find out the name afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, as such, but those three in particular are fer- very common tunes. Um, and are there, new, are there new tunes uh, emerging all the time? There are new tunes emerging um, all the time and they'd um, be slightly different than... Uh, the more modern tunes, but I suppose, especially in Tolo, we kind of like to stick to the tradition. Do you? A bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good. Lovely. Well, listen, we'll have lots more of music this morning and we'll have plenty of chat. Um, I suppose we'll start, as we usually do, with the news headlines. So welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio News Headlines in the weekend of the 30th of April and the 1st of May, which is, of course, the Maybank holiday weekend. Laura Lynn, Ireland's only children's hospice, are looking for walkers, hikers, joggers and runners to sign up now to complete 100 kilometres between the 1st and the 31st of May. Your help, uh, you will help support children with life-limiting conditions to make the most of their short, precious lives. The website is lauralyn.ie. And uh, coming over this morning, we saw signs of life in Bodike. The Bodike Annual Festival is taking place this weekend until Monday. As a big lineup of trad sessions, uh, sports, talented musicians for evening entertainment in the Cobbler's Rest. Lack Isle National School Whitegate have arranged a clothing collection for next Tuesday, the 3rd of May. All bags can be dropped into the school car park on the morning of collection. Things like uh, clothes, paired shoes, hats, scarves, bed linen, curtains, towels and handbags, but not toys, rugs, duvets or pillows. And Fecal National School are also holding a cash for clobber clothes collection. Again, the bags can be dropped in the school shelter before next Friday, the 6th of May. The funds raised will help cover the cost of running the school and all its support will be greatly appreciated. This year's Darkness into Light is next Saturday, the 7th of May. You can join one of the organised walks or you can do it your own way with friends and family. There'll be a walk in memory of Mikey Hines at 4.45am from the GA Clubhouse in Whitegate this year. So check the web- website darknessintolight.ie. 
and Mount Shannon Arts are inviting you to a pizza and movie night in the Snug Cafe and Wine Bar on this coming Wednesday the 4th of May when they'll be showing their comedy film uh, The Bellier Family at 8 o'clock. Tickets are €12 and including the pizza, book by email at mountshannonfestival at gmail.com. That'd be a nice night, John, going for a pizza down to the snug. Are you fond of pizzas? I do. I like pizzas, yeah. Vegetarian right. pizzas. Oh, yes, of course. I forgot that. I <laughs> forget that one. Anyway, the Alzheimer's Society can offers help and support to people and their families with the condition. Helen Conway from Fecal is hosting an evening for the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland at her home in Fair Hill on Wednesday next, uh, the 4th of May, from 4pm to midnight. And she's inviting people to come, have a cuppa, a chat, and remember those who have Alzheimer's. Your support will be welcome. Mount Shannon Market will take place on Saturday, May the 7th from 11am to 3pm at the Market House. There'll be a great variety of stalls and the traders are delighted to return and would welcome your support. Loch Derg RNLI fundraising branch will hold its first uh, Loch Derg charity cycle, a 130 kilometre cycle, which with circus the beautiful Loch Derg on May the 8th. For details on how you can support this, please see eventbrite.co.uk slash Loch Derg charity cycle page. A national dyeing workshop, that's D-Y-E-I-N-G, uh, in the art of dyeing wool and silk using foraged garden and kitchen dyes will take place next Saturday the 7th of May from 10am to 3pm. All materials will be provided. For more information, visit the webpage appleoakfiberworks.com. No, appleoakfiberworks.com. doesn't say where that's on, but I'm sure if you go to the website, you'll find out. Loch Derg Adventure Challenge is described as the ultimate outdoor event returns to Killaloo on the 7th of May. Uh, teams of two will cycle, hike and paddle around the lake. There are two race options, the sprint race and the endurance race. So if you visit the website adventureracing.ie forward slash Loch Derg Adventure Challenge. East Clare Golf Club is holding an information evening on Monday the 9th of May at 7pm on the Get Into Golf programme for ladies. It's for eight weeks, commencing Monday the 16th of May. There will be lessons with uh, PGA Pro Martin Ward. Contact Noreen in the East Clare Golf Club for information. Lock, uh, Lack Isle National School Whitegate wishes to thank everyone who has supported their Buy a Brick fundraiser. The first order has gone in and they're hoping to receive the bricks back engraved and ready to install soon. This fundraiser will la- until Friday the 13th of May and if you would like to purchase a brick, please get in touch with the school by telephone. A budding young history author from Kilkishan, Cahal O'Hagan, has written about the story of his local parish from Clonleigh from the Mesolithic era to penal times. In 2021, he wrote a booklet on the history of the Irish monastic and Catholic church in the parish, which sold rapidly. This book is more detailed. Cahal also presents a history, history displays at the local cultural centre in Kilkishan. Tumgraney Harp Festival Committee are delighted to return on the 13th, 14th and 15th of May with a very talented range of tutors available for in-person workshops. These include concertina, harp and fiddle workshops. Visit the website tumgraneyharpfestival.ie. Promise it to be a lively and entertaining festival and indeed we'll be there uh, broadcasting live from Tumgraney that morning. 
People aged 65 and over are now eligible for their second COVID-19 booster vaccine. Those aged 12 and older with a weak immune system can also get their second booster when it's due. So check the website hse.ie. In Mount Shannon, Bernard Carey is heading up a pilot biomass to biochar project, looking at the potential of biomass, which is nearing a conclusion. And uh, exciting results are set to boost the case for the use of organic matter, like rushes as fuel and fertilizer. Farmers are paid to supply rushes and can qualify for carbon credits. More details on the pilot project are available on the website uh, biomass biomass to biochar.ie. I'm sure, John, farmers long ago, no one ever thought they'd be uh, paying them to buy rushes. Do you remember, Jim, uh, about two years ago, we interviewed Bernard, okay, about the project. Fascinating one. Um, we're looking at a situation where farmers, where farmers would be paid to grow rushes. Yes. Now, how about that? Yes. There are plenty of areas around East Clare. And we're not, I, I know you're laughing, but it's true, you know, we are actually, uh, in this project, farmers would be paid to grow Rushes, right? Yeah. Matt, Matt Purcell, you never thought you'd see farmers getting paid to grow rushes. We'll make a fortune. That is music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, people thought it was a joke, actually, but it's no joke. No. We followed this project. We were discussing, we have a little bit out there, yeah. Cora, have myself, you? and Dara, and Teresa, yeah, we have, a, uh, we have a bit of land out of the trees. And um, we were uh, wondering about, like, we have to get it all tidied up now when we have to plough and make something useful out of it. Yeah, well, there you Now, go. all of a sudden, we let, let it work away with the rushes. Exactly. So and what would happen? You enter into a contract with Bernard, yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh, you harvest the actual um, uh, rushes every yeah. year. Yeah. He comes with his particular machine, which he has developed. Okay. He'll turn it into, eventually turn it into, fertilizer, or briquettes. Whoa. Wow. How about that? Yeah, he even brought us in a briquette and showed it to us it uh, yeah. when wow. when he came to the studio. So now. Anyway. Isn't that an interesting piece of news? Would rushes yeah. grow in fecal? I wonder. It, uh, well, uh, but uh, we're well, in Tully. Uh -huh. you, you, probably, you, you probably heard of the great musician um, Chris Droney yeah. Yeah, yeah, from yes. Bell Harbour. Yes. When my father Don was running these um, uh, things over in Bohans, he used to have these nights for, you know, uh, looking forward. Looking forward, yes. Yeah, I presume right. you might have been at him or whatever. But yeah. Chris used to come down. Lord of mercy, they're all gone now. But Chris used to come down regularly anyway to these, uh, to these, to these events. But uh, he was went up to the bar and Bohans one night anyway and there was two fake lads sitting beside the bar and uh, he said to them lads he said do you know anywhere I'd get roots for young rushes <laughs> 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 he said because he said to be grand to plant them up near where I come from he says to keep the lambs give the lambs a bit of shelter said, yes <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's a great yeah, story yeah. lads isn't it yeah. okay we'll go on with the news plans for 52 houses in Tumgraney are being considered by the local authority developer Michael Perrell uh, is proposing to demolish an existing pumping station and build a mix of bungalow and two-storey houses on a four-acre, a four-hectare site at the, on the Dock Road. Clare County Council have given June the 15th as an indicative decision date. Bialtana is Ireland's national festival which celebrates the arts and creativity as we age. As part of the Scarif Public Library, part of that, the Scarif Public Library are inviting you to a film screening of Military Wives on Tuesday the 10th of May at 2.30pm. For more information, call the library. 
Age and Opportunities Bjelten Festival is always committed to providing an enjoyable and safe Bjelten experience for everyone who attends events. 2022 also marks their most diverse festival ever, with more communities taking part across different generations, identities and cultures, and a wide range of themes. They offer you a blended festival of both in-person and online activity. Visit the festival bjeltene.ie and enjoy the festival. Visit the website, I should say, bjeltene.ie and enjoy the festival. That's the news headline, so tune into the main news at 12.30 when we will have an update on these stories and some music. News headlines are compiled by Ursula Hogan and read by myself, Jim Collins. Thank you for listening and stay safe. So we come to that part of the programme now, East Clare Garda Focus, and hopefully we should have Brian Quinn on the line. Uh, good morning, Brian. Good morning. How are you thinking? How are your things, Brian, this morning? We're not um the sound isn't uh, perfect, Brian. Um we're not getting you we'll try again, keep going. No, I think it's more than the sore throat. Yeah. No, it's, uh, are you, is it any better now, is it? Or do you want to try the landline, maybe? Yeah, maybe we might try the landline uh, to see if um, if it can be a bit better. It's, it's definitely not. I don't think our listeners no, really no. will be able to make out what you're saying. So, so we'll try the landline, Brian, okay? Perfect. No, Lovely. Thanks very no, much. Just to remind you, we're here um, in uh, Tulla this morning and we are at the Stables. And the Stables is a, a lovely spot here um, owned by Clare County Council and uh, let out to various people and various businesses, etc. And we're here with Matt and Dara Purcell. And Matt and Dara have a studio set up here in the stables, and um, we're absolutely we're we're blown away with it. Really, absolutely beautiful place. And uh, I suppose Matt, just while we're waiting for Brian, hopefully to come back, th- this is the um, the official opening. I'm, I'm not impersonating a garden or anything, am I? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> We'd never mistaken you for a garden, Mark. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, so this is, yeah, we're just, we have been putting this together for the last, uh, um, I suppose, six or eight months. Yeah. Um, it kind of goes back um, that, you know, we've been passing up and down this building for a long, long time. And uh, I remember my wife, Teresa, Dara's mum, um, saying, wouldn't it be great to have a studio in there? So, um Basically, I suppose I made inquiries and I discovered at the time that there may be a space coming up. And once the the space came up uh, with the council, we decided that if they give it to us, we take it. <laughs> so, mm. so I suppose um, that's basically why we're here in the short. Mm. And what is yeah. what is what is is the uh, the building all about? Oh, the building the building. Um, was built around 1812, I think. Was that the time it was? Uh, yeah. Beethoven, was it? <laughs> it's probably outside and 18, carved in stone. Yeah, if, uh, I think someone 18, had a look. There's, a, there's an 1812 overture, I think, isn't there? Yes, there is, like that's that. right, yes. <laughs> so I think, it was, I think it was built to commemorate that. Um, or, uh, you, no, sorry, Beethoven wrote that to commemorate here. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so effectively, yeah, this was built in that era and it was built in conjunction with um, there's the 
there's, a, there's still a, a Church of Ireland graveyard across the road here and there used to be a Church of Ireland church there and I was talking to Brian Torpy this morning and he told me that originally that the Church of Ireland church was above on the top of the hill in the graveyard, the existing graveyard. Yes. But um, the horses found it a bit difficult to, to pull their owners up the hill at the time. There yeah. wasn't tarmac or whatever. So it was decided to build a church on the level down here. Yeah. And in conjunction with that, then they built uh, the stables across the road from the church. Now, the church that then subsequently was knocked, I'm not quite sure when it was knocked, but um, Brian reckons that the stones that were that um, that were in that church are now above in front of what is the bank. You know, there's a kind yes. of a, yes, a nice right. stone wall yeah. along there. Yeah. So that's yeah. where the church moved to. Okay. Yeah, just yeah. We, we, before we go on, I think we have Brian uh, Quinn back on the line, Garda Brian Quinn. So, Brian, can you hear us? I can, Jim. Ah, Brian, your dulcet tones are coming down the line. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, William. How are things in the world of the Gardaí this morning? Uh, I can just talk for myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I won't talk for the rest of the, the guards in the country. Okay, go on. Um, not too bad, sir. You know, the pity the weather is broken, but sure we'll, we're used to it in Ireland, we'll move on with it. Um, this week we're not too bad. Um, Scarroff and Tulla, we haven't had any really major incidents. Um, in Killaloo, we had just two pieces. And after that, it, there's just one or two pieces. If you wouldn't mind, if I could just read out in relation to um, other stuff, I'll keep, give, let you know what they are beforehand. Um, just um, the first thing is on between the night on the night of the 26th to the 27th, um, Harbour Village a door was forced open in a car. Now nothing was taken out of the car because there was nothing to take, but it's just for people to be aware that they're break back, back breaking into cars again and just uh, just don't be leaving property in your vehicles overnight as it, as this could possibly be taken. Um, and if anyone was around. Harbour Village over in Killaloo on that night, 26th to 27th, um, no exact time, and ju just saw anyone strange hanging around, strange cars driving around, stopping, driving slowly, that kind of thing. Yes. Just to contact the guardian in Killaloo. Also, um, the following night, again over in Killaloo, the old community hall was um, entered um, through a rear door and uh, tents belonging to the local scout group, a tent belonging to the local scout group was taken. Now, um, that, that to me sounds more like um, local youths doing it, um, not um, kind of criminals, major criminals. Um, so if anyone knows Anthony or any child has arrived home with bits of tents or a tent, um, just uh, contact the Gardaí <coughs> in Killaloo again, sorry. <coughs> yes. Um, the other thing we're just, um, just over the bank holiday weekend, um, there is just one or two notices from the guards was as the Bank Alde weekend is approaching, Gardaí are advising motorists to exercise caution when using the roads. And Bank Alde weekends are always bad for um, accidents um, and uh, drink driving. Uh, the roads are expected to be busy. Get yourself plenty of time to travel to your destination, take regular breaks and reduce your speed. And we're again reminding landowners and anyone living alongside the road that they have a responsibility to check their hedges and trees on their property and they're not causing a safety hazard on the road um, and if, if they are just for landowners to take the necessary steps to ensure the road safety. Um, we also there was all, we, we also had a, <coughs> sorry one second, 
Get rid, of, get rid of that frog. It's, uh, it's not going to get rid of it. could go anytime soon now. I've had it for two or three days. Um, we've, we're just also putting out, if you, if, if, you, if, you're, if, you, if you want your listeners to hear it, just we have two pieces. There's advice for people meeting online. And there's also um, advice for students that are looking for accommodation as that's coming as yeah. that season is coming up again. If you want me to read them out now, it won't take long. It'll yeah, be go ahead. Minutes to eat. The first one is just for um, advice for persons meeting online, as it um, as is, has been in the news of late. Um, advice to the public in general when speaking um, with or intending to meet up with persons they have met online. Wait until you feel comfortable with the individual before re- revealing your phone number, place of work or address. Get a face picture from the person you intend to meet. By Be very cautious of a person who doesn't share um, recent photos um, of their face, particularly after you have shared yours. If they don't want to share a face picture, consider asking them to go on a, vi- a live video call. Many apps have this option built in, so you don't have to share your mobile number. Ask for their social media handles. Do you have any friends in common or Instagram or Facebook? Be wary of new accounts with low follower count and few posts, as they can be bots or fraudulent. Let friends know where you are going. Send a text to a trusted friend or in group chat. Include your live location so you can be found if you need help. Meet in a public place first. Take your time to chat and feel confident and want to proceed before going somewhere private. Think before accepting food or drink, unless you have seen him or her prepare it, it is best not to, not to accept to avoid being spiked. Trust your instincts. If you think something feels wrong, it probably is. If an emergency does happen, call 999, or if something happens, don't be embarrassed to report it. That's the main point that, that the Gardaí would just like to put out to the public yeah. in relation to meeting persons online. Um, in relation to student accommodation, uh, students they're starting. <clears throat> as students start looking for accommodation for the next college year, for summer uh, or for summer trips, this includes going abroad. Don't be tricked into paying a deposit for a property that does not exist or has already been rented to much, multiple people, as this does happen um, quite a lot. Uh, do your homework. Look for the average rent, rent price in the area, and rent is usually if. If the rent is unusually low and it seems too good to be true, it usually is. Use online maps to double check that the property being advertised actually exists and it is is at the stated address. Keep copies of all correspondence between yourself and your advertiser, including bank details and the advertisement itself. That in particular is extremely important if you are defrauded. And keeping copies of all correspondence between yourself and the advertiser and the initial advertisement itself. Yeah, there is, there'll be evidence then. Yes, exactly. Yes. Use legitimate, well-known rental agencies where possible. If possible, we all know that it's not always possible that sometimes you have to go private and to the person themselves. Don't hand over money until you have seen the property and are happy with its condition. Once satisfied, use a cheque or bank draft to pay the deposit. Don't make payments until you have been given keys and signed the rental contract. Always check that the keys fit the lock. Um, <clears throat> don't transfer money unless you are car- uh, you've carried out the relevant checks and are absolutely sure that the listing is genuine. Don't be embarrassed if you've been scammed. Report to your local guard station and contact your bank as they can stop the payments. 
they're just bits that people are continuously getting caught out on in relation to students and um, traveling abroad and renting accommodation that they just it just it's continuously coming up for us that people are reporting this and the more people are aware of it at least it'll give them something in their back pocket to say okay this is what i can do basically that is what i have for this week jim and okay, john brian and very very sensible advice um, yes. and, and hopefully people will take it on board yeah especially meeting um meet, meeting people since it's been in the news lately it's very important just if you feel it in your gut that there's something wrong, there. turn around, go the other way. Yeah, great. Yes. Okay, yeah. Brian, listen, thank you very much for coming on this morning. Good advice there for the public, and uh, we'll talk to you or one of your colleagues again next week. Thank you very much, Jim.